All right, so let's. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. Thank you for joining us today. Two Moms and Some Labels is a platform for parents and caregivers caring for a loved one who has special needs. And we are trying to bring a platform for us all to commune, network, and just find ways, different ideas and ways to help get through challenging times. So here today on this episode, we are talking about the PPEC. So if you don't know what PPEC stands for, that's P-P-E-C, Pediatric, Prescribed Pediatric Extended Care. And so today with us, we have our special guest, Thomas Lobianco, and we have my co-host with me, Nicole, the fierce mom So, uh, Thomas, if you want to take it away, introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you, how you got into this, because I feel like, you know, when people get into this field, caring for these, uh, this community of people, or even just working with this community of people, there's always some kind of story behind it that, you know, makes them want to be involved in this. So if you can introduce yourself and let us know about you and uh, why you got into this field. Okay. Uh, my name is Thomas Lobianco. I am the director of marketing for Tender Care Medical Services. Uh, we actually were the first independently owned PPEC in the state of Florida over 30 years ago with our first wow. center in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so wow. we've got a lot of experience behind it. We are also a family business. Um, so that's kind of how I got involved uh, about 10 years ago. Um, I had my own business and was doing okay, but then uh, tender care was opening a new location and I had the opportunity to come on board and help launch that facility in Dunellen. And uh, I'll tell you, it was the best decision I've ever made. I couldn't be happier with what I do. Um, right now, I, I love being able to try to reach people and help them and, you know, make a difference for the child and their families. Uh, I've got five kids. A uh, little story about that. I don't know if you want to get into that. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I was, sure. I was the administrator at our Dunellen facility, and we had twin girls that had just started. They were in the NICU, and they were just placed with us for about two weeks in Dunellen, and they were being removed from their home and didn't have placement. So... Wow. I text my wife and said, do you want twins for the night? Oh, wow. Uh, that night, DCF was at her door, you know, pictures, interview, and they said, are you prepared to have them for 18 years? We're like, well, I guess if that's what it takes. And here we are three years later, we have permanent guardianship with the hopes of adopting. Um, and I've seen firsthand what intensive therapies and the care that we provide at a PPEC can do. Wow. That is an amazing oh, yeah. story. Touching. That is, that oh is very touching. Wow. And yeah. for you to be the one to be like, look, right. You know, let's, you know, <laughs> as a man, that's like, <laughs> right. And they're not typical kids, they're Whoa. kids that have. You know medical needs yeah so, so, those are outcomes and, wow that is amazing that they is uh you know they've actually you know, thank god they've been cleared by almost every specialist oh, they've wow. been discharged from therapies oh. um they they're still fo followed by the neonatal team up until they're five you know to make sure that everything's going well but they're in a regular preschool now and thriving okay. Yeah, I, I I did ask her, but my wife, I knew when I asked her the type of person my wife is, and yeah. she wouldn't say no. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
Well, that is an amazing story there. And I'm so glad that they are thriving and doing so well. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a blessing. That's so that a good story. That that is the benefits though of PPEC. When you're when your child's enrolled at the PPEC, they get the nursing services they need as well as therapies. And they'll get those therapies two to three times a week, depending on what their plan of care is written for. You know, and the the difference that can make for a child is unbelievable. You know, you see them you see we get to witness children walk that they said might not walk, or mm -hmm. children that will, you know, start communicating with uh, devices, you know, the, even the eye gaze devices, they're incredible. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but yeah, they are yeah. unbelievable at the technology and, and the way they can help these children now is, is just amazing. And yeah. I've always said PPEX um, are good for families as well, because it gives that normalcy. Um, yes. I know when my son went to PPEC, it was exciting because when we were in the hospital, they didn't really talk about PPEC. So it was just, you're going to have to depend on nursing. You're going to be this, you're going to be that. And it was just like, wow, so we're going to be stuck in the house. How am I going to work? You know, working from home five, six years ago wasn't a big thing as it is now. And to be able to have that normalcy of dropping my baby off to a daycare with nurses, receive therapies, and I can actually go to work um, to be able to provide. I think that is a a big part of the PPEC as well. I think that is an amazing um, thing for families. The kids, yes, but I think for families, yeah. the parents, it's well, it's lifesaver. Especially, especially like the mother in your situation. Typically, you know, it's hard for you to feel the trust yeah. to get someone to take care of your child, and you know, when you know that there's mm -hmm. skilled nurses and CNAs and these people are medical professionals, it makes you feel a little bit easier and. Mm -hmm. As you go and get more comfortable with it, it's a little easier and then it becomes normal. And and it's just like sending your child to school. And yeah. now, like you said, you can work or you we have parents that go to school. Like this is their opportunity. Now they can take care of themselves. Right. You know, now they can better themselves for their family and go to school right. and, and you know get a career or you know, provide for their family. And it it it's such a great thing. It also gives, you know. The, the siblings a chance for their for them to have time you know with their parents as well you mm -hmm. know we are we're open on Saturdays mm -hmm. not all PPEX are but we are open on Saturdays so we do get we do get wow. parents that you know oh, wow. their children have sports on on Saturdays so you know the mm -hmm. other the other children will go to their sports and the child will come to us and yeah. they know they're in good hands. That is awesome to be able to do that and not have because wow. you know nursing on Saturday is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so that is that is a plus to know. And you're right, the children, the other siblings are able yeah. to get. Wow, that is oh, this is yeah, really good. Oh my goodness, yeah. I I mean that's amazing because even just talking about that, you know, we were just talking about oh, you know, what you do over the weekend, and you know, this is like my son has been in spring ball since. March. And this is the first game that I've gotten to go to because we don't have, you know, care on the weekends. And it's too hot for her to be sitting outside, my daughter to be outside, you know, all day during the game. So, you know, I don't take her there. So therefore, one of us just takes him to the game. And most of the time it's bad. Um, so, you know, finding care on the weekend, it is very hard to be able to show those other siblings, you know, like, I, I care about you. I'm not only focusing all my attention mm -hmm. on, you know, this child that has medical needs and that you matter to. Um, right. I don't know. Are you guys open on um, holiday, school holidays or days so when are, schools are out? So we are also open on most most school closings, um, except the only days we are really closed are typically okay. Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, New Year's Day. You know, most other times we're open. New Year's Eve, we might be open a half a day. We'll we'll take a, you know, to, a, a poll to see how many children will attend, oh. and then if there is enough children, we oh, will okay. be open. Okay. Yeah, that's and yeah, that's you know the great yeah. thing about yeah. us is because I know too. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, the I'm great thing about yeah, us is I know we don't too. call out. 
you know, uh, oh, we don't call okay. out. We're not going to call and say, we're not going to, opposed to home health, yeah. you know, you're not going to get that call from us saying we can't make it today. Right. We'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good plus. So my daughter, she work. has been in PPEX since, right, since what, she came out the NICU. Um, and I think we've had just one time where the PPEC was like, we don't, we don't have enough staff here. So like they come because I don't have enough staff. So, you know, we've had a staffing issue before at the PPEC, but that is also a plus too, to going to the PPEC, you know, that they're always going to be there and, you know, they're always available and you don't have to worry about the call outs, you know, it's there for you. And then also with the being open on the days that the kids are out of school normally, you know, I take that time and I like do something with my son. I'm like, okay, this is our day to do something since we don't get time together, you know, talk and just see how he's feeling, you know, mentally, physically and everything. Just I take the time to do something with him. So I'm thankful that the PPEX are in on those days that the schools are closed. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you were also talking about seeing the services that your daughters were receiving. So, can you talk a little bit about exactly what services are offered at the PPAC? So, we offer physical, speech, and occupational therapy, um, all in house. So, the child gets it when they're there. The parent doesn't have to take them to all these appointments. And they can get them two to three times a week where, you know, they're, they're able to get a lot of therapy and the, the parent doesn't have to drive them from place to place or appointment to appointment. You know, the other thing is we do provide transportation services. So we will pick the child up from the home and bring them back wow. at the end of the day. That is awesome. And um, so you guys are located in St. Augustine? Yes, uh, we have a we have a center in St. Augustine. We also have one in Palaka, okay. um, one in Dunellen, which is by Ocala. Okay. Then we have Fort Lauderdale and Lake Park as well. That is awesome. That is great. That is great. So for the St. Augustine location, how how far out do you guys travel to pick up the kids? Um, within, within an hour, we'll, we'll travel to pick up. Whoa. Um, and, and each so do you is, have any kids in Jacksonville? I believe we have one or two right now in Jacksonville. Yes. Okay. So we do send the bus out there. So would that uh, be like daily. in the Nocatee area or like, like how is that like on the border of Jacksonville that you go to? Yeah, typically, you know, that in that area, the Nocatee, the, um, Anything kind of south, Jacksonville. Okay. Okay. Like Jillington yeah. Creek and stuff, maybe. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Man, yep. Okay. That is really good. That is awesome. And so they do need a order from the doctor to attend, correct? Yes. So the first first step was typically, if the parent contacts us, then we contact the primary care physician for a order. Um, and on that order, they'll state you know, their diagnoses. And then once we get that order back, we typically schedule an assessment. And then that's when the parent will come in with the child as well. And we'll get the whole history, everything we can find out and write a plan of care. So our director of nursing will then at that point, write a plan of care for six months because the children are approved six months at a time. Cool. And um, they'll, they'll go through birth history, anything, and then also anything that would be pertinent to the child's daily care and, you know, things they like, things that don't like, and everything that um, could come up within taking care of them. So then once that plan of care is written, it's then sent back to the pediatrician for signature. What They sign off on it, then it gets sent to the insurance company or, um, you know, Medicaid for approval. 
Okay. And when you say insurance companies, do you guys take commercial insurance? So most of it is uh, a Medicaid, you know, lookalike or subsidy. Um, yeah. The unfortunate thing is the commercial insurances do not recognize PPEC in their billing codes. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But if the child is under five, the parent can apply for healthy kids and pay right. for Florida healthy kids. Mm -hmm. And under five is a Medicaid look like. So they can pay for the the Florida healthy kids, get that Medicaid look like, and then get PPEC services, you know, at no cost. Okay. That's good to know for people out there. So you can still have that option. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I said under five, but I think it's actually one to five. One to I don't five, think they okay. can apply for healthy kids until they're one years old. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. That's good to know. And then, so then they'll come, they'll get the plan of care. And then how does the therapies come in? So the same thing will basically happen with that. Once they start, the therapist then will do an assessment and write a plan of care for them as well. Okay. You know, um, that each, each therapy will do that. So speech, occupational, and physical therapy will do that. They'll get evaluated. Then, you know, go based on their professional opinion, how many times the child needs to be serviced within a week, within a month, and what their goals are. So they'll they'll come up with their goals and what they'd like to see them doing at the end of the six months, and they'll track that along the way. Okay, that's good. That is really good. Great opportunity for so, families. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. it it gives the ability to have all those services under one roof, mm -hmm. you know, which can be a, a big thing for you know, some families might not be able to, you know, to commute to all these appointments right. or they might not be able to commute to, you know, therapy or, you know, where we have that ability. Our, our buses are also, you know, wheelchair equipped. So each one can hold up to four wheelchairs. Um, it it gives each bus also has an escort, which is either uh, a nurse or a CNA on the you know, depending on the child's needs that's on the bus. That's good. Um, with the room, like like okay, when you go into the facility, are the kids separated by age or like or have all one room? Like that look when you go into of the PPEC because I've been in somewhere you go in and it's just like open and all the kids are all in one area from birth to 18. So we like to um, separate based on ability. So each, you know, it, not so much age, but more on ability. So you, each room, you know, is set up a little bit different and they'll be broken up based on the ability and what, you know, how they maneuver and things like that. Um, in St. Augustine, we have three different rooms that are open daily and the, you know, one is more for, um, children that, you know, require to be in a bed most of the day. And the other one is for, you know, more of that toddler age where they're up and moving around. So it's a little bit different on how it's set up, but all of our, all of our rooms are friendly. They're inviting, you know, they're, they're decorated with with nice things on the walls and color, it's colorful. And, you know, it, it's a very, when you walk in it, you don't feel like you're going into a medical facility. You feel like you're going into a happy place, you know? That's good. That's good. I know yeah. when my um, son was in, uh, when he started, he started maybe around 18, 19 months and it was just being kind of overwhelming to take him back and forth to therapies and trying to work because, you know, most places close at five, six o'clock or last appointment. So getting off at 530 was hard for him to do therapy. So I ended up while he was in the PPEC switching him to there. So it was a lifesaver with that. And then, like you said, taking their first steps, they were able to witness him because they used to call them like the boy click or whatever. It was like he got with these group of kids. They were all the same age, all different abilities and stuff like that. 
And I guess he wanted to keep up with them. So he would be walking, holding on to the wall. And then next thing you know, he just took off. And I was like, they were like, oh, he's in the big boy classroom now. So I know what you mean by the different classrooms. And he finally moved over there. And he would just run into the pee pack and be like so excited. And it was just happy as a mom to be able to see that. Like he would come home with his, because I mean, I would cry in the NICU because I thought I was going to miss so much of that daycare stuff where, you know, they come home with the little different yeah. things and he would come home with little things. And I'd be like, Oh, you made this. I don't know how much he put into it, but it was still just the thought. And they would do like little projects with them. And it yeah. was like just a real, he, I mean, the kids love it. They were have a blast. Um, yeah. And I know I talked to some parents and they get very, no, no, I'm scared to send them right. to a pack. I'm, I'm terrified. And I'm just like, I, you know, I try to tell parents it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I cried the first two weeks going to work, just like, oh my goodness, you know, but it was just like, okay, I'm not leaving my baby home with just one nurse. There's a bunch of nurses, a bunch of CNAs. My son has a trach and he would, I, he was off the vent when we went, but he still had to have it with him just in case he needed any support. But it was just a bunch of trained people instead of one person in my house while I'm at work. And if they freak out or they don't come, then I have to call out of work. So I think, you know, parents just sometimes really need to just think about weigh the pros and cons and just take that step because it, it was it's a, it was a great ex- we're in regular school now, but it was a great Fantastic. experience. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the benefit there. These nurses are skilled in taking care of every t- aspect of that child, you know. I'll be honest with you. Some of our centers, we send them to the local hospital. Our nurses have to stay with the child until wow. they transfer them because the nurses aren't familiar with the child and the child's needs. You know, so if we have a child that's in distress and they have to go to the hospital, we send one of our nurses oh and, and they stay there until the parents arrive because wow, we are, you know, our, our nurses know what they're doing with the child where sometimes a hospital even if it's a local children's hospital you know in some of our areas they don't they're not prepared to handle them all right wow that is amazing you guys have some amazing things going on that some of the you know local ppex here in jacksonville they don't offer a lot of those right services you know like that so we've, that we've been around a long time and it's not it's not about us it's right. it's about how we can benefit the child and the family and yeah. the socialization the child gets like you were yeah. talking earlier you know with seeing the the others walk and you know getting to go interact with everybody um i have a presentation that i do for people and i talk about the tribe you know it, mm. it takes a tribe and it is it's it's Everybody at our facilities from, you know, the front desk to the housekeeper to, you know, the drivers, they all build relationships with the children and they all love them. Yeah. That's what, when, when a parent is, you know, hesitant to send their child, they don't realize that these people that are taking care of them, they really do love them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they get attached. Our drivers, you know, they'll come in every day a little early to spend time with the child and, and they'll, they'll make sure that you know their birthdays they're giving them little things it, you know all mm-hmm. it, it's really just amazing that the way that you know, everybody grows and and loves and you know comes attached almost to the children yeah. that attend yeah it's a blessing <laughs> yeah that's another thing too uh talking about how you know excuse me, parents might feel uncomfortable sending their child to the PPAC because they like how, you know, have like the fear of the unknown basically. And they're not able to keep their eyes on their child at all times. And then I know also another fear that a lot of parents have also is that, you know, they're like, okay, my child, they can't walk. So, you know, are they going to be with the child that can walk and, you know, they'll be messing with them and they can't, you know, say something or defend themselves so that's another fear so that's good that you know the children are separated by ability because a lot of times too when you get into the public school system 
they are not able to separate the children like that. And so, you know, that gives a little bit more comfort to the parent, you know, knowing that they're with children that are like, you know, like them. And then um, when they have the, the children, you know, that are like them, then they're just relieving the stress. But um, is there like a max capacity that you guys have at the PPAC? So each one, it, it depends on the square footage of the center and what they're licensed for. Okay. Um, they license it per beds. Uh, our St. Augustine location is licensed for 42. Wow. Um, I think we're currently at 27 on our census. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We did, uh, yeah, we have the ability to expand into another room at the facility if needed to and get relicensed for more children, but we haven't reached that. Okay. Yeah. The media. <clears throat> um, but what you know going back on what you said is the the ability for you to trust the par or the people taking care of your child also all of our facilities i don't know i don't know if i don't think all PPEX facilities we have video you know recording um whoa <laughs> <laughs> that is a so, game changer right there. <laughs> we don't, it's not audio, but it is video. So every, every, and it comes a little tricky when it comes to, you know, you being able to see that footage because of HIPAA and because yeah. of all those rules. But there is instances where, you know, it, it can be redacted or different things like that. It takes a lot of IT work. But if you ever had anything questioned, we can review the cameras. Then yeah, you know, we can review it with you if it's one of those things where you know it, you're like, well, I I want to know for sure. You know, and so all the rooms, um, I want to say yeah, each facility is a little different because of the room sizes, but the, they all have you know multiple DVRs with you know 20, 30, 40 cameras. And that's just comforting to know because even if the the staff knows that, you know, they know they're always on camera, they're yeah. going to act accordingly. So that's that's really good. Big that's, brother's always watching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now so you guys are still accepting you have space for more children right now. Yeah, we do have okay. space in St. Augustine. Um okay. we we have uh I wanna say probably about 10 more. We're really excited too. We just hired, um, we've had a director of nursing, but uh, she, with her children and everything is taking a little bit of a different role. So we hired a new director of nursing who had worked for us um, three or four years ago and she's coming back to, to be the director of nursing at the facility. We're really excited. Wow, okay, that's good, that's good. Yeah. And so a parent can drop off their child, they provide the parent packs like the diapers, the formula for the child and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, the the parent diapers, we supply wipes. Um, mm -hmm. The formula the parent supplies. Uh, if the child eats, we are part of the child care food program. This is another thing that sets us apart. Not all PPEX are part of the child care food program. So we'll provide breakfast, snack, and a lunch throughout the day for the, ch wow. the children that eat by mouth. Um, also, we will puree it for children that don't eat by mouth, so they'll they can eat the same food pureed, you know, that the other children are eating, and that's at no cost you know, wow. to the family. Um, that is amazing. That is yeah. definitely a plus. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, it it's one of those aspects where um, there's a lot of PPEX. But not everybody does things the same, and we want to make it you know, it's hard for parents, and especially now, the cost of food to, to feed your child every day, you know, and, and supply lunch and snack and all that. Um, this gives us the ability to supply all that. We have a menu on our website that rotates. It's a rotating menu, and so you'll know what is, what they're eating. You know. Oh wow! This is oh. like luxury. People. <laughs> I feel like you're at the the Goddard School or something. Right. I mean, this is a star right here. This is on my highway. I love it. Yeah. Wow! But you guys really do think of like the family and have everything. Yeah. I mean, you covering the therapies. Now we just touched on the food, transportation. Like wow. Yeah. 
That is amazing. Yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, the ability, it's helping the child, it's helping the family, it's helping everybody. And, and it's, yeah. it, in turn, it's really about, you know, the, making the quality of life for the child better and for the families. Yeah. You know, yes. it gives, it gives the family, like we discussed earlier, a chance to do those other things, right. spend time with the other children. So they're not getting, they're not getting, you know, so upset and, you know, so a lot of times it's moms, you know, and there is some amazing dads, but a lot of times it's moms that do most of the care for the child. Right. So it gives you guys a chance to have the ability to do things, to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm speechless. I might need to move to St. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. we've had a lot of experience getting, you know, been doing it for a long time. Like I said, uh, my, my wife's grandfather started the company. Um, you want to hear a story how it started? Yes. My, my, facts, my, my facts might be a little off. Okay. Um, so this is another, this is another good one. Um, wow. so my, my wife's grandmother was sick in the hospital at um, Moffitt Cancer Center, which is in Tampa. And uh, the grandchildren couldn't, couldn't visit her where she was. So when the grandchildren went to go visit, like my, my wife and her sisters and, you know, her cousins, they'd have to go to the children's section of the hospital. And her, her grandmother said, um, to her grandfather, you know, I, I know I'm not going to be around much longer, but you know, what I would like you to do is in your next, because they, they were business people and, you know, they had came from New York and sold the business and came down here and were looking to start something new. And she said, I'd like you to find something that will help these children. Mm. And at that time, uh, they met a nurse who had wrote a paper about the PPEC model. And it really wasn't in place yet. So they got involved with them and said, you know, decided they were going to, they were going to partner or whatever it was, but then they decided that, no, we're not going to partner with you. And would you mind if we went somewhere else and started our own facility? Wow. And at, they, they were, they got licensed in the Tampa area and we got licensed in uh, Fort Lauderdale and Wow. took us a long time we we were open for a lot of um in 1988 oh you know it took us a while then spring hill was our next center and since that spring spring hill we've kind of steadily grown and now um we're going to texas there's only six oh my God. in the yeah. state of texas yeah. and uh we've got a building that's being modeled right now texas is a little harder getting the um, everything approved so it's taking a little longer than we anticipated but you know, hopefully within a year we'll be able to Texas. oh wow that is awesome that is amazing i know i um talk to a lot of parents in other states and stuff and when they i would talk to them about you know oh my son's going to daycare and he'd be like you have a daycare that accepts your child what and i'd be like oh no it's for you guys don't have them they'd be like no they would be like working with other daycares trying to teach just a regular teacher to, you know, feed their child G2 because they had to go to work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, I thought every state had it, but no. It, it really should be something in every state. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have a pretty good social media following. We have like 35,000 people on TikTok, 25,000 followers on YouTube um, in the thousands for the other platforms. But uh we're getting, we get commented all the time. When can you come to my state? Can I'm you sure. come to our state? Can you come, you know, um, I wish we could go everywhere and help people because it, it is such a need. And more states should start looking into the way it's done. You know, Texas is really, um, I, I had the opportunity to go to Texas last, last month and go in front of legislators and talk about how we do it here in Florida a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're they're actually they're gonna start doing things almost the same and it might even be a little bit better in Texas. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, I follow a Texas group on Facebook and to hear like all the parents, because we thought about moving to Texas before and like to hear all the parents say all the things they have to go through, or there's not a lot of services, not a lot of support yeah. and the laws and, you know, just the insurance and the facilities available, you know, traveling so far since Texas is so big, but and there's so many little different, um, I don't know what you call them, but little cities and like subsidiaries, whatever. So it's just a lot. So that is amazing. That is, yeah. that is congratulations. That yeah, is thank awesome. you. It, it's exciting to, you know, to bring it somewhere else where it's not as familiar, you know, because there's a lot in Florida now. I mean, there's still not many, but compared mm -hmm. to, you know, what it used to be, there is a lot more. Right. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. So people, what are you guys um, on so TikTok? You have oh. Sorry, what was that? Who are you, what's, how can people follow you on TikTok? Uh, our, we are at Team Tender Care. Team Tender Care. Okay. Yeah. We've had some, we've had some videos go viral. We've had some, we've got some amazing videos. You know, some of our older videos, you'll see kids taking first steps, kids oh. using their kids using their communication devices wow. and, you know, and having conversations, learning different things, you know, different therapies. It's uh, we get to capture some amazing moments. Yeah. So do you have any kids that are in the hospital homebound program? So at, at, at St. Augustine, um, I believe we have one or two. Um, we're not at the point we are like at some at Spring Hill and Fort Lauderdale. We have uh, a, a large number where we have another person that helps the hospital homebound teachers with the program. Oh, wow. You know, that they are part of their you know almost teaching, and you know they do other things with them while they're while the teachers aren't there. Yeah, and make sure they're getting these things done. Yeah. And so, guys, in case you don't know what the hospital homebound is, uh, hospital homebound is basically, you know, when you go and you're entering your child into the school, the public school system, and you get your assessments, and they get an IEP um, or what have you. Uh, basically, if your child qualifies, unfortunately, like if they're sick enough, you know, then. Um, they are you have proof that they need to not be in a public facility uh they have some reasons that they can't go to public school that you are able to have a teacher um to your home or to the ppec and receive school education services um wherever you own program and I know in Duval, we have the hospital homebound program, but, you know, with the teacher shortage, it's been very hard and just difficult for the, the teachers to meet the, the needs of a lot of children here. But that is an option that is available to you. If your child is not able to go to the public school, you can um, opt for the hospital homebound, but you have to, again, show proof that your child needs to be in the hospital homebound typically that is how it how it works um and then so during the summertime i know a lot of the ppex they have the school kids from you know the um different schools that are in that have ieps or you know other medical needs but they're they're going to school that they come to the ppec during the summer so do you guys have a lot of kids come during the summertime we and do yeah. Yeah, we do it. You know, uh, spring break, Christmas break and summertime are typically our busiest times uh, where we have children that are typically in the school system. Uh, we've had, you know, some success stories at some of the centers where they've started with us on hospital. We started with us and went through hospital for two or three years. And now they're going into third or fourth grade on school level. You know, and that was amazing for us to be able to help the child through and then get they're on they're on grade level at you know third or fourth grade after they leave us. Wow. Yeah. Um, but also with the hospital homebound program, like 
so every county is a little different you know it depends on their the county and the county's uh you know the, the county school board and the people higher up but in hernando county they do also uh work and they do summer school with the kids that are in the hospital homebound so they'll get they'll get summer school where the the teachers are still coming out to see them during the summer wow nice that's nice yeah. yeah, I think that they do that in Duval County too with the hospital homebound. They probably do, but it they might be like I don't know if they come, you know, not as much as they normally would come during the school year. Yeah, um, I think it, I think the hours are a little less. You know, at, you know, instead of being maybe a half hour or an hour per subject, maybe it's a half hour per mm-hmm. subject, you know, depending on how that goes. But the, mm-hmm. you know, the hospital homebound program is a, a great alternative if your child's not going to be able to get the, the nursing care or the care, the direct care they need because our PPEC ratios, I don't know if you are familiar, but they're three to one. Yeah. So we need, we need one staff member for every three children in the building. You know, so they're not going to get that type of ratio, you know, at, at a school, even if they have a pair with them, it's still not going to be the same as, you know, going and getting that, nursing ratio that we had are able to provide at a PPEC facility. That is amazing. So, um, you know, a couple more questions and we will wrap up, but so what would the typical uh, communication look like for uh, the parent at the end of the day? How do you um, communicate with them how their child's day has went, you know, if they need anything, particular or how do you communicate with the parents at the end of the day? So we use um, an electronic medical record program and all the nursing is done in that program and starting throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, you'll get a note from the nurse, how the child's day was, what therapies they had, their bowel movements, what they ate or what percentage they ate of their food. And basically a synopsis of their day, of, you know, and it's all sent via, via our patient portal. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah so the doing... parents have an app on their so phone? The, uh, unfortunately, the app, the, the program does not have an app yet. Oh, okay. Hopefully that's something that comes in the future, but it is sent through email and then they oh, can log oh, in on okay. their phone through oh. the mobile site, you know, so they'll get a notification that they got, they've got a message sent to them. And then they can log in and see the message of, um, you know, the day the child had you know, when they took a nap and when they ate and, you know, if they went outside, you know, we, we really are big on having them have some sort of normalcy and try to get the kids outside, you know, during wow. the day. and every one of our facilities has a outdoor playground except for Palaka, but they do have an amazing indoor playground. Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And so I know that a lot of uh, parents out there, they don't even know that a PPEC exists. They don't know what it is. They didn't even know that it was a resource available. And so what are some things, you know, since you are the director of marketing, what are some tools or some things that you do to be able to get this information out there to these parents to let them know that, you know, this service is available. So like we just did that you attended and you were a wonderful guest speaker. One of the things uh, we've started to do is a resource expo because besides us, there's so many other resources in the community that parents aren't available or don't realize that they qualify for, you know, they, they might, by putting, all of these services in one place and the parent has the ability to come and talk to all these providers, all these resources, you know, it will open their eyes and the ability for them to see that, oh man, I didn't realize that they had this available to us in this area. You know, we had one of the, we had music therapy at our resource expo. We also had uh, hippotherapy, you know, there. all these things, there's ABA therapists, I have so many different resources that are, you know, so beneficial and the child or, you know, they can qualify for and they might not realize it. Right. Yeah. 
That's and great. um I I was, you know, every time that I go and I meet a new family and I am like, did you didn't know the service was available? And I'm just like, how, especially for, I feel like uh, younger um, people that have kids with disabilities, you know, they just like have their grandparents and they kind of, you know, leave the grandparents to help out or their parents. And they don't know that the service is available. And so I always wondered if, you know, a marketing tool could be to go to the hospitals go to those NICU programs and like leave brochures or flyers or um, I don't I don't know, like have someone come and talk to the families, you know, when they're there to also spread the information and let them know, you know, after you leave here, if your child needs these services, they are available. And, you know, this is how you go about getting into them and, and X, Y, Z. Is that something that you guys have thought about doing or? So I'm going to give away all my secrets here, but I, you know, I, one of the things that I want to do, and it, it's a lot harder than um, I thought would be, is I want to give a care package to the parents leaving the NICU. Oh, um, that's nice. You know, and I wanted to be able to give some of our information with it, but yeah, um, it, it is very hard to get to talk to someone at the hospital that will allow you to come yes. speak to parents or, you know, yeah. they, they it's that's proved to be very hard. Um, yeah. I've got a lot of presentations at doctors' offices because even doctors still don't yeah. understand what we are, um, or that our services are available for these children. So, going into the doctors' offices and you know letting them know what we offer and the ability you know we have to help them care for the child as well by communicating with them what's going on you know as opposed to you know just taking the parents word for it we we have nursing notes every day that you know the parent that the doctors could look at and mm -hmm. you know if there's something going on with the child they could see it you know so those type of things building relationships with the doctors is one of the biggest things um and really uh our website has been a big focus of ours trying to put as much information as possible that can help a parent. We've started a new blog series where we're, uh, you met Aurora, she's writing blogs once a week, you know, with different things and helpful tips for parents, you know, myths and facts of, you know, feeding tubes, myths and facts of trachs. Um, and she's doing her research, getting input from nurses. The one that's coming out this week is uh, a myth and fact on hippotherapy. So you know, we're really trying to make our website that resource for parents as well. Nice. And I think what I do like, I just went to your, I followed you guys on TikTok now. I'm a big social media person. That's how I get a lot of information for my son. Um, and you're right, because I used to work in a doctor's office and it was for mostly typical kids. But, you know, of course, some special needs Doc, um, patients would come there and the doctors, they would be like, well, where's your son at? You know, and I'd be like, oh, he's at a PPEC. And they would be like, well, what is that? Do you feel safe? And so they were not aware. So when they would have kids, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, tell the parent to look up PPECs and stuff like that. I couldn't tell them which PPEC, you know, he right. went to and stuff right. like that. Right. Um, but I think what you guys are doing on TikTok is amazing. It is amazing i'm like a big special needs mom now on tiktok i love it i i mean you find out so much information for you guys to have thirty-five thousand followers yeah. and getting engagement that is amazing for you guys to take that time out because a lot of ppex don't have that they'll have the facebook page and that's about it and you might mm -hmm. see them post maybe once a month or, you know, so for you guys to really be doing that, I think that is getting in touch with the younger, you're going to where they're at. And, yeah. I, and I think that's awesome. And then yeah. for the parents to even like be okay with that and allow you guys to like share their their children's stories is amazing because I feel like also for a long time, you know, a lot of parents may have been uh, scared to let people into their world and let others see what's going on with their child and because they have a disability and things. So to know that more families are open to sharing their stories and their journeys and 
how their kids are progressing. That is just amazing that, you know, you guys are able to have that there at the center. We, so when a child starts, we have them sign a release that uh, we can, that if they're okay with it, we'll use their, their photos and their videos, you know, on social media and our websites. Um, and it really, it, some of the videos the parents share and it makes them proud, you know, it's showing yeah. what their, what their right. child's doing. And, you know, it gives it, again, it gives you more of that ability to, you know, a, a look into the life of the child and really we can spread awareness yeah. you know, for, for the special needs community. You know, um, because I think that is uh, uh, that awareness and acceptance almost, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing that I've been blessed with is uh, being able to raise my my children now, my, you know, my older ones, um, to be aware and to accept and to, you know, become friends and, and you know, build bonds with these kids. My, my son, Evan, uh, he's my... <laughs> Brittany met him. He's my oh yeah, no, I, oh my god, <laughs> he is something. Okay, he is a, a marketer and training. Like he yeah. is gonna, he oh my gosh, he is amazing. I'm like, oh, he will promote, he will video, he does everything. Oh, that's good. How old is he? He's he's nine, gonna be ten. Oh wow, okay. yeah. yes. Like yeah. he's like oh, interviewing yeah. people and everything. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's so, amazing. And we need more of that because then that makes us feel good about our kids. That yeah. your nine-year-old understands the need and the importance and is excited about it when he could be doing. You know, like our kids used to be pushed in the closet, typically. Right. You know, and for him to be so like, is that's good. That's good. You guys are doing a good job. Then that's awesome. so he. uh when I was at our Dunellen facility, because I was an administrator there for some time, he would come with me to work. And, oh. you know, when everything with COVID, you know, was going on, everything, he would come with me sometimes to work there, you know, more often than not, because mm-hmm. just the all certain. So he ended up, uh, he ended up getting the title of a PTAA. So he was the physical therapist <laughs> assistant assistant. <laughs> And he loved it. He, he sure wants to he be did. a physical therapist if he's not going to be some sort of, you know, politician or whatever, you know. But, that is amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Um, and it's all about, uh, it's all about bringing that awareness. And um, this past weekend, we went to the Miracle League of uh, Palm Beach County. Okay. And I was a buddy along with my daughter and Evan was there with, uh, he, he was too young to be a buddy, but he was able to be the catcher for the game. So he, nice. all three games, he was the catcher and oh, uh, you awesome. know, high-fiving the kids as they're coming through the home. And, you know, it was, it was an amazing experience awesome. for the whole family, you know. Mm-hmm. And my goal is, you know, I know there's one in St. John's County. There's uh, at the Field of Dreams is in uh you know, St. John's County, Jacksonville area, they're, they're doing amazing things. Yeah. Um, uh, my goal is to get us involved more up there with them. Um, and then also then my my long-term goal is to bring the Miracle League to where I live and you know, oh, either God. run it here or, or you know, I find someone to help run it. But because um, baseball is one of the things I love and when you can combined two of the things I love, you know, yeah. it, it's. That's it's awesome. Cool. My son, we joined Field of Dreams this year. Yes. And it has been, it's like so touching to just yes. see the kids like, and you know, you hear the parents talk and they said, oh, my child was, they told me my child was never going to do this. And the kids get excited. Like there's this one guy after he hits, he goes to the fans and he's like, come on, clap it up. Like, hey, I just did it. We're all there cheering for everyone's kid. And it's just like, it's somewhere where your child feels safe. There's, you know, and the buddies are awesome. Everyone is just amazing. So yeah, that's awesome. And I'm glad you get your, your kids involved. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, uh, I went to the Field of Dreams uh, fundraiser dinner and uh, a couple months back, and my like really we want to get involved, and 
up there because again it's an amazing thing you go to one of those games and you know not just for the child but for the parents for you guys you get to you get to witness your child on the field and you get to yeah you know, and, and I, I don't just everybody clapping and it, yes. it's an incredible experience everyone claps for everyone's child whether they hit the ball don't hit the ball whether they're laying out doing angels on the ground everyone's getting a clap like we are just so proud like it is amazing and there's this one little girl she has spina bifida so she's in a wheelchair and she hits that ball and she has the strength she wheels herself around the whole field so we're like girl power go (laughs) and it's just like so amazing i mean and they have to do buddies protect your players because some of those kids really hit that ball. <laughs> it's like home run, you know, yes. and it's so cute. And all the buddies have so much patience because I don't know yeah. how they do it. but Because <laughs> I know my son, one day he had two buddies. He was such a handful. I was like, I'm so they're like, no, it's fine. You know, they, get the kids up and they don't run and. Yeah. I mean, each kid gets the bat like two or three times. I mean, yeah. It's an awesome time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had uh, my last game on on Saturday. I had a a five year old, and he gave me a run for my money. He was <laughs> he was all over. <laughs> he was all over. Yeah. Going in the other, uh, he went in the other team's dugout, and he had it was hot. So he's like, I got to have two bottles of water before I come back out. <laughs> <laughs> he's a negotiator. <laughs> Oh that my is gosh. so cute. That is cute. Wow. I think more of yeah. If you guys bring one to St. Augustine, that would be good to get yeah. more because it. I I see it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it and it's an amazing experience. It is. You know, it gets that experience. parent again that normalcy. Exactly. You know, your kid exactly. dressed ready for t ball. You don't have yes. to worry about. Oh, you know, he's got a diaper on. You know, it's just it's everyone yeah. is okay. It, right. And, and, you know, most of the parents are understanding. So you're also around people that are understanding of what you're going through as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, man, we talked about the PPAC. We talked about uh, how you can get into the PPAC and what services are offered at the PPAC and the amazing things that they do there at the PPEC to include the families and just to help out and give you a little bit of a, a break and feel like you your child is um, you know somewhere where they are accepted and you can still have a, a normal somewhat of a normal life and you know overall that's what the PPEC is for and we're so grateful that the people are around and and I that Thomas was able to come on here and give us information about the PPEC and the wonderful things that they are doing and the services that they have. Um, so Thomas, if you could tell everybody where they can find uh, information about their uh, PPEC, Facebook, your Instagram, um, the website, and where you're located in St. Augustine before we um head out that would be awesome yep so uh you can find all the info you want on us at tcms.care that is our website it um it is easy so tcms.care not dot com dot care is a new thing and uh makes it easy for people to remember also we are on facebook at tender care ppec and then we are team tender care on instagram and on TikTok, and then uh, YouTube is T or is Tender Care PPEC, and then we are we're located oh. on uh, off of Wildwood in Saint Augustine. Um, the facility does provide transportation up to an hour away from the facility you know, with our with our drivers and nurses, so. You know, and if you need help getting there for an appointment or, you know, if it's harder for the parent to make an appointment with us, give us a call. Maybe we can avoid or maybe we can make transportation to pick the child and parent up as well. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. 
Oh my gosh, I just uh, I'm gonna have to start looking at St. Augustine and where we can move. <laughs> they're built, listen, they are building so much in St. Augustine, it's unbelievable. You know, there's, there's so much yeah. there and, and the air is really growing, the traffic is getting a little little crazy, you know. There's always the tourist traffic when you're when the you're in yeah. the historic part, but you know, now even even on the other roads, it's 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 definitely growing. It's building up. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my gosh, I thank everybody for um, watching today, for tuning in. This will be available on Spotify and our YouTube channel, Two Moms and Some Labels. Uh, thank, thank you, you again so much. It'll be on our Facebook page, Two Moms and Some Labels, for you to have a live uh, replay of this episode. So thank you again, everyone. Thank you, Thomas, for joining Thanks, us Thomas. today. I mm -hmm. hope that you have all found this informative and gained a lot of information and will search PPEX and see what's near you so that you can you know, take some stress off of your shoulders. And mm -hmm. once again, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you guys for what you. you're doing for this community. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We'll see you all on the next episode of Two Moms and Some Labels. See you later. Have a good one. Bye.